Welcome to Cardio Talk, the podcast. I'm Dean. And I'm Fernando. And today we're going to talk to you about a cardio topic. Okay, yeah. So the purpose of the show is for you guys to get us talking about one topic for a half hour, mm-hmm. somehow related to cardio. Correct. Hopefully you guys have been listening to it enough that I don't have to give you more of a description than that, other than sit back, enjoy as we talk about the topic for the next half hour. Put your seatbelt. Yeah, strap yeah. in. Hold on tight. Sometimes we crash. Oh, we crash and burn <laughs> all the time. Now, this comes to us from Fernando. This is your topic. This came up in your mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was nice finally contributing. Ready to go, buddy. <laughs> and this was a funny one because it happened today, which is what gave us the idea for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And this happens a lot where we get someone that will come in and they'll say, the factory plug is loose. Yes. Or the plug is loose, or there's well, a wire loose. This morning, uh, my speaker stopped working, right? And yep. I believe that it's one wire loose. Uh, and then the second question that we ask is like, uh, do you replace your factory speakers? No, 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 these factory speakers. So right away you assume like, Here. how is going to be a loose wire? It's exactly. a plug. Yeah, it's a, it's so, a factory plug. One thing I can say about the factory plugs is that they don't ever come loose. No. I mean, just trying to unplug things in the car is a hassle. They corrode. They They will corrode. corrode. Yes, they will corrode. But they never come unplugged. And since you mentioned corroding, we can go down a rat hole early in this conversation. Uh Yesterday, when you were putting that fuse holder underneath the hood, and there was a big plug there, and it brought back a memory of Mm -hmm. my, my younger days, I was working on a Lincoln Navigator. Okay. And somehow, I think we put an overhead in it. I, and But somehow there was something wrong with the truck after we put an overhead in it. So naturally, as soon as you put anything aftermarket in it, it's immediately its fault. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's, it's an overhead. It's not causing these issues. But that's okay. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took it back to the dealership. The dealership said, yep, that's what it is. And we're like, no, it's not. And they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure it out. They struggled with it. Finally, the dealership called us and said, hey, what did you guys do to this car? And we're like, we put an overhead in it. And they're like, well, whatever you did is causing this issue. And I'm like, it can't. It can't mm-hmm. be causing. No, no. We see where you tapped into these two wires here. Somehow that. And I'm like, we're not even on the same network. I said, I'll tell you what. I'll come over there and we'll go through the problem together. Okay. So I drove over to the Navigator uh, dealership, Lincoln mm-hmm. dealership. And, you know, I, we looked at my connections, and, the, of course, the, the technician there pointed to him and said, those are your connections. And I said, yeah, yeah, those are the two wires that I tapped into. There again, explain to me how this is causing. He's like, I don't know, but those have to be it. And I said, when you disconnect them, does the problem go away? He said, no. Okay. Okay, so, so how, right. how is it? Okay. So I said, fair enough. Let's figure out what's wrong with the car. So we, we proceeded to troubleshoot the car. Now, this is a Lincoln technician guy that has access to everything that Lincoln dealerships do. Mm-hmm. So we, we futzed around for about a half hour, and we're like, okay. And I said, all right, well, where does this wire go that is having this issue? And so we went into the library, and we grabbed a paper book, like a phone book, and we turned to the page, yep. and we saw the schematics. And he's like, well, it comes into the car here. It goes through here. And I said, there's a connection here. And I said, take me to where that connection is. Where is that connection? He goes, it's a Molex plug. According to this, it's mounted on the fender. 
on the under the hood. Cool. We went there, and there was this giant, you know, 60-pin harness just mm-hmm. plugged together. So, you know, there's a bolt that holds it together. So we unbolted it. We pulled it apart. And water fell out, and there was green and white corrosion all over the inside of this harness. And I go, huh. And <laughs> there was supposed to be watertight plugs put in where the harness wasn't being used like a gasket yeah yeah, like a gasket and they weren't there so there's all these open holes so what had happened was here in florida it rains a lot and over the two years that they'd had the vehicle or the water had gotten into there caused the corrosion and that was the problem so i go i think we found your problem and he was just like huh and i said don't worry i'm glad i could help enjoy make sure you tell the customers that, you was, know, not that was not our fault. Yeah. Guy's like, okay. And by the way, you owe me for half hour. Yeah, yeah. I wanted here. to go, by the way. Yeah, you guys <laughs> owe me for all the anguish, the pain yeah. and agony, the hour and 45 minutes I spend here. I'll send you a check for 200 or I'll send you a bill for $200. Yep. Make sure you pay that. And it's funny because uh, some of these people think the, the dealer is the best uh, solution that you can go. God like, forbid, all I can say is don't put Tessa tape on anything <laughs> tattoo related because they will yeah. be lost. Um, yeah, the Camaro, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. so the, the likelihood of your plug coming loose, in this case, he had thought that the speaker plugs on three of the speakers, because they weren't playing, uh-huh. had come loose. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I thought this is because he would hit a bump and the speaker would start to play. Mm-hmm. So I sat there and I explained to him that, no, no, that's not it. What it is is the speaker is electromagnetic. And if you don't play the system loud, there will be a corrosion ring that forms and or a burn ring. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, you're still putting power to, the, to that electromagnet. And if you hit a bump and the speaker moves, like in a Jeep, because it's in the sound bar on the top, that speaker might come down. Well, it will go outside of that burn gap, and it'll start to play for a little bit because it's almost like one of those perpetual motion things that once you start spinning, it'll yeah, just keep just spinning. just keep going. So if you can bounce the speaker, you can get it to play mm-hmm. because it's gone outside, and then as soon as you turn the voltage down too low and the speaker stops moving and it falls back into that dead gap, it'll stop playing. It's just another fun way that a speaker can blow. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Really? Well, I'm pretty sure at that point he thought I was on crack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can, yeah. I can, I can definitely see uh, that he, he he was thinking about that. Yeah, um, I was crazy. So at that point, then we grabbed our tone generator and we played a tone in the speaker and didn't play. We put our ohm meter on it and there was no ohm load on the speaker. We took our test speaker and plugged it into the output of the speaker we just removed, turned on the radio, and sure enough, there was sound. So, and this was in a older Jeep, so there was no uh, there was no resistance amplifier no, built into no, no, it no, to no, where, no. oh, there's no load on it, then it's not going to play kind no, of thing. No. It was literally just a old, rotten, dirty Jeep speaker yeah, that mean, had died. Yeah, that was nothing, nothing, nothing technology in this. Yeah, no technology for sure. <clears throat> and, only, um, yeah. But that's funny that the people actually think that, and this is not the first one. Oh no, well, this I is mean, not the first one. This is like it's been. A well, lot. we get the Tahoes all the time. The Tahoes exactly. and the Chevy trucks all the time. That's what guys, we make the video. Yeah, we did, we did, because the customers <clears throat> will come in and say, "I don't know what happened. I think my speakers have come unplugged." Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you right now that they haven't come unplugged, <laughs> and your power window switch hasn't come unplugged. The motor isn't unplugged. The door lock actuator hasn't come unplugged. 
the air conditioning didn't come unplugged, uh, the radio didn't come unplugged, and even in the aftermarket when you put in an aftermarket stereo. No. Uh, and I always find it amusing when someone will come to me and go, I, I think my wi- there's a, a loose wire behind the dash. And you're like, there's no loose wire behind the dash. It plugged into the factory harness. It plugged into the back of the radio. And between the two is a soldered connection. connection. It's no way. You know, it's so, but you don't argue. You go, no problem. Bring it in. Let us take a look at it. We pull it out. We show them that there is no loose connection. And then they go, huh. But I don't understand why the first thing you can say is why is it loose is a loose connection okay i have an answer for that okay you can surmise right when when do i not have an answer (laughs) so let's think about this for example in our everyday life where do we plug into we plug into the wall right Mm -hmm. and when you're walking (laughs) through the garage and you have your extension cord what happens you trip over the extension cord you pull it out of the wall and it stops working you walk back over you go to plug it in Oh, wait, now the plug is bent, so you got to bend it back, try to get it straight. Or uh, like our plug we have here with the table saw that's mm-hmm. kind of loose. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it, it, you got it, it's not plugged in all the way, and you go over and you tap it, and you plug it. Ah, ah, it makes that little sixteenth of an inch, and all of a sudden it works. It started working, yeah. So we're used to the plugs being loose. AC plugs, you know, the little forks. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's two plugs, man. That's and it. It, it just falls out, and you plug it back in, and it works. Okay. There's no lock. You know, it's not like a European plug where yeah. there can be four or five, or it can be a lock, or it can go in and yeah. twist. There's, there's none of that. So what we're used to is, oh, it's just a, the outlet's loose. I'll walk up, I'll plug it back in, and eh, the light works. Or mm. the screw isn't, you know, the light bulb isn't in tight. Yeah, if yeah, I walk yeah. over, and, oh, hey, and I tighten it up, and the light bulb works again. So we're used to that in our daily lives. So why would it be any different in a vehicle that we spend a whole bunch of money on, almost costs as much as our house, and we drive it every day over bumps and traffic and speed and turns, and the manufacturer didn't build it in order for it to, to go over all those things. No, but like, I, I'm sure. No, they sure. did. I'm joking. I'm sure, I'm sure these people are like... We're not going to just leave one connection like that and just flopping around, you know? It's like, it's a clip. Yeah, but they, don't, sometimes it's they hard don't see to, that, though. Uh, they don't see that. Because they're used to plug it into the wall. Okay. so That's the only thing I can come up with. That That is my hypothesis. Okay. So, a plug, right? Yes. It's, it's loose. Yes. Why you don't like, hey, you know, it's a 20-year-old car. Whoa. It's a 20-year-old car, and maybe my speaker is blown. You know, maybe it's dead. I, I don't play it that loud. Yeah, but I don't play it that loud. Why would it blow? Because it's I've old. never replaced the tires or the brakes on the car. Mm-hmm. They never go bad. Oh, well, good luck, buddy. still a 20-year-old battery that's underneath yeah. the hood. No, no, I'm sure not. No. Um, so th- th- that's, one of, that's one of my things. Like, why you don't think, hey, maybe it's a well, speaker, actually. So, okay, so here's where the, the story gets funny. Mm-hmm. So naturally, you come to us or another dealer, and we say, "All right, so we've done this before. This isn't our first rodeo, and we've seen this, and we explain to you the problem, mm-hmm. and it is exactly the problem you're having. This, this, this is what happens. Um, and I, and it's like, okay, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you hop in the car, no sound playing, yada yada yada, boom, starts playing. At the end of the day, it stopped playing." And we're like, it's a blown speaker. It mm-hmm. can't be a blown speaker. It's got to be loose wire. And I can understand the rationale behind that. But when I come to you and I've just outlined that whole scenario for you, <clears> and <throat> I said, no, it's a blown speaker. 
But then you go, no, nah, I'm not buying it. So a, a veteran of 30 years in the industry doing this, and you and and there again, I go, I tell you what, I will quote you a price on a speaker. New speakers installed about 100 bucks. Why would I lie to you for 100 bucks? I mean, I get it. There are some oh, people out there people, that will uh, lie to you for, oh, yeah. for five not, bucks. Was, yeah, definitely. But no, I, I lie mean, you. I lie you for for two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. To yeah, twenty bucks is twenty, 20 bucks. bucks. I get 20 it. Bucks. Yeah. Um, but but there again, it's like I'm not even trying to upsell you. I'm just like, listen, this is what the problem is. Is how much it's going to cost. Just just go ahead and do it. And um, and, and I believe sometimes is the problem. Uh, a lot of people um, they just take advantage of you know customers yeah, yeah and they say listen this is what you need you know yeah. oh you need a five channel lamp. oh you need this 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 some people believe that they spend the money and in the end the only thing they need you're talking about was... I, I can put speakers <laughs> in your front door and it's, yeah and no you can't because exactly. there's no way to drill a hole through that yeah okay and no, no i understand it's just that. like oh my god okay so, so yeah i mean all right i'll buy into that i'll buy into that but there again, so the compromise is always the same. It's like, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pull your factory speaker out. We'll show you the connections, show you its sound. And then you can decide if you want us to, to do new speakers. No harm, no foul. But if you decide you want to keep those factory speakers, you're still paying for a speaker install, whether we put a new speaker in or not, because labor is labor. And believe me, when, when that gentleman walk out the door... Uh, he's like, I'm gonna test these speakers in the house. Oh yeah, he sure. wanted his speakers back. That's what he said because oh, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna keep these speakers, right? And you say, yeah, it's yeah, all course. yours. We it's don't. All yours. We don't want them. Why would I want a 20 year old speaker? Maybe for the magnets. Uh, no. Those no. are good 20 year old magnets, man. Uh, you know what you can do with those? Uh, just nothing. Just a magnet. magnet. <laughs> exactly. It's a cool paperweight that's gonna um, get stuck. Shit stuck to it. So, and I believe he's gonna go in the house, grab some wires, and just like. Hook him up to his home stereo. Oh, totally, man. Like, it's just to see if it works. <laughs> you sold me speakers and I don't need them. Exactly. Oddly enough, though, all the speakers are playing now, so we did some funky magic there. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but it's it's just funny how actually like you mind reacts right away and think that that's a pluck. So I was like, okay, it can be different things. Maybe it's just the radio. I think too it also comes into like the computer. Anytime you have a like anytime I'm flashing a module, I unplug the USB, I plug in the USB, unplug the USB, plug in the USB, and all of a sudden it works. So maybe just unplugging it, plug you back in, it'll cause some magic and it'll start working. It's like, okay, you know, you just like you gas light came on. It's like, okay. Oh, that must be the that must be the bulb. Oh man. It's totally the bulb. I gotta put gas in this thing. That's why I want a hybrid. You know what? Maybe I have a hole in the gas tank. I just put twenty bucks last week. So, it's just it's just funny how how people think this this whole scenario is just a, a losing plug or a losing ground. Well, lo- losing ground, I can see. So, like, there's been situations where, since we're talking about things that aren't plugged in properly, there are things that I've seen people do to themselves by shooting themselves in the foot when it comes to like the ground. Um, most people will put in a four gauge power and they'll put it in an eight gauge ground and be like, I don't understand what went wrong. Now, when I say most people, I say those people that say, I don't know what went wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously if you have an idea, if you put in a four gauge power, you put in a four gauge ground or a zero gauge ground. The ground Mm -hmm. is just as important as the The power. power. 
So we'll get those guys that come in and they'll have their amps and it'll be like, it doesn't work. And you'll go out there and you'll look at it and be like, that's an 8-gauge ground, dude. Yeah? Oh, the best is when they use like a leftover piece of remote turn-on. Oh, my God. Now that you say that, the other day somebody came um, and they have two 15s. Yeah. Uh, the scar, the big, the yeah, big yeah, ones. the big ones. And they have, <laughs> the wire came in the kit. Yeah. But that's, um, it's not even 16 gauge. Yeah, the 14 gauge. The 14 gauge. Running two. Running two 15s. Okay. Running the amplifier. And it's like, it got out. You know, I mean, it started playing, and but right. then it's like, they shut off. And I'm like, ah, buddy, you have a lot of problems in here. Yeah. You ground. Where, where do we start? Uh, yeah. You have your ground, you have your power. Like, it's about to touch the ground. Like, just like, Oh, they did, so they did the just jam it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just well, you know, yesterday when I went out to the guy's car that that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lexus? No, no. It was uh, the 415s I was telling you about. Oh, okay. He yeah, came yeah, in yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end of the day, and I was like, oh, I went to high school with him. Um, he had an old Alpine 757, old okay. school, like before your time. Okay. And uh, he's like, I don't know what happened. It stopped working. So I go out there, and I'm looking at it, and I'm metering, and everything looks fine. And then I, you know, flipped my glasses up so I could see uh, close, and you could see where the ground terminal on the amplifier was crooked. And, okay. it, and it's an Allen key style. And I was like, wait a minute, that's crooked. So I felt around the back side of it, and there was a lump. So what had happened is the ground was loose inside of the terminal, and it had heated up and heated up, and it caused the terminal and the amplifier to start melting and move sideways, kind of like the SCAR amp we have sitting mm-hmm, over there that we're mm-hmm. keeping to use as a, tighten these things up, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in that case, there's a situation where something was loose, yeah. and that was causing your problem. Yeah. So it's not crazy, Yes. yes. but to assume a factory harness loose, eh, that's thin. That's, and, and that's what we ask. Uh, do you already replace the, the, the speakers? Because yes. if you replace the speakers, yes. Oh, the it's mystery like, could be definitely, anything. Definitely can I, be a loose wire. I threaded it through and twisted it around. Yeah, with exactly. Two little you pieces know? of... Uh, I put some tape on it. That's it. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, tape. No, bread ties, man. I used some bread <laughs> ties. I love so, the bread ties, by the way. That's, but like when you tell me that that's uh, just a factory connection, it's like... Yeah, uh, that's not going to be a problem. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, it could be. All right. So speaking of factory connections, um, we had the uh, Magnum come in. Okay. The funky painted Magnum. Yes. And they were the second, twelfth owner. I don't know. Uh-huh. And second. <laughs> so we were putting a radium four new spe- six new speakers in it. Yes, six new. We speakers. put the Kenwood, the new Kenwood speakers in it. Uh, which are basically using magic to hold them in the dash because oh my apparently. God. Somebody used armor on that dash, and it is it just, just like in typical Dodge fashion, oh. just falling apart. Oh, but it's just like in pieces. Just in pieces. And just holding it for just, just a miracle. Yeah. That's Hope it. it one screw, man, because there's nothing left there to hold it. <clears throat> Anyways, that wasn't the problem. The problem was is we put in uh, six new speakers and a radio, and right away we were like, hey, you know, your door doesn't work. In those cars, you guys have, have heard of RAP. RAP stands for Retained Accessory Power. So when you turn the key off in the ignition, the car stays on until you open the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what that's called. Learn something new. So his RAP circuit wasn't working. So when you turn the car off, open the door, the radio stays on until the car goes to sleep. So the radio will stay on for 20 minutes. 
So I said, hey, there's something wrong with your driver's door. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I said, well, you, you got to get that fixed or your radio is just going to stay on. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, no problem. I'll get it fixed. So he goes to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. And somehow it ends up back here. <laughs> because now the speakers in the driver's door don't work. The speaker in the driver's dash doesn't work. And I'm like, okay. And, of course, the problem is still there. I took it back. I took it to my mechanic. Mechanic. Air quotes going up right now. Yep. And they replaced the motor in the door, the lock and lock motor mechanism, and that didn't fix it. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking, did they test it? Did they do anything other than put a part in it? Is this the epitome of I'm a part changer and can't troubleshoot anything? Did they go to the wiring and figure out? Do they even know what they're doing? No, I mean, and then you you replace that part, but you have to make sure there's working. Well, you have to figure that. out if the part was broken in the first place. The part wasn't broken. As no, it but turns out. a lot of people don't do that. Like, no, you it's broke. Okay, boom. You buy a new part, but then you test it if you see if it's is working or not. I'm just thinking flapper valve and a Ford. Exp- okay, continue explorer. with it. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's the vacuum thing. Yeah. Man. No, no, it's not. It's just the door fell off. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I, I take the door panel off, and our speaker is just hanging on by a thread. It's mm-hmm. like I'm like, dude, what what the heck? So they put his new door lock actuator motor assembly whatever in and they had taken our speaker out and they didn't screw it back in so it was just banging around in the door and i'm like what the heck man i mean seriously bro so i i pull it out so i can kind of see what they're doing and while i'm doing that my eye goes right and i'm looking at the door boot and i'm like so when this car was painted however eons ago they never bothered to put the rubber boot back around the clip that goes into the door. So mm-hmm. it's just exposed wiring. And I'm like, this is a Chrysler. Yeah. Um, guarantee you, there's a corrosion. Mm-hmm. So I pulled the plastic part out of the door. And I'm looking at it. And I can see the wiring. And the whole bottom half of this clip that was plugged in nice and tight. <laughs> nice and tight. Yeah. Was green. Okay, and nice I took and my tight and green. F- nice and tight and green. And I took my finger over there, and I went to the wire that was the uh, the bottom four wires on this club, clip, and I went, I just touched them, and I could and pull just... them in and out of the harness. And I was like, ah, so it didn't come on clipped. The wire corroded itself out of the panel. Nice. Uh, or nice. out of the plug. Yeah. So that's a possibility. So at that point, I was like, great. I pulled the thing apart, and the reason why our speaker wasn't playing was because... It was two of the wires. The third wire was, guess what? The wrap wire. Nice. And the fourth wire was just, I don't know what, sitting there in the plug. So I had to solder in four new wires, bypassing that. And then, of course, then I took the time to get the rubber boot back on and make everything fit, clipped it all back in. And Bob's your uncle. Hey, everything worked. It was like magic. Um, the reason why the speaker in the dash wasn't working was because it had actually fallen into the dash because there was nothing left in the dash to hold it in place. So we had to figure out a way to get that to stay up top in the dash. And did they forget to plug the door speaker? No, the wire had broke, but they didn't bother to screw it in either. So I guess they figured since it was just going to come back here that they weren't going to put it back together. Okay. But okay. my point is, is this mechanic, they, they just didn't they didn't fix it. They, they didn't no, even they bother didn't even to care. S- so 12 inches away <clears throat> from where you're working is the problem. 
and it's Florida, and you're a mechanic, and you don't know that if the boot isn't covering the, the plug in the door, mm-hmm. it's not going to corrode. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, bro? Yeah. You know, give me a break. So, in that case, now in that scenario, the plug was plugged in. Everything was tight. However, because it was an exterior plug, just like the Navigator story, there was an issue. It was corrosion. That's the corrosion, exactly. And that's why I so, say, yes, it can happen. It no can corrosion. happen if there's corrosion involved. So the mm-hmm. question should be, hey, my speaker stopped playing. Mm-hmm. It's in the door of the car. Is it possible that the plug might be corroded? And if that was something that someone walked in and said, I go, well, that's a total possibility. possibility. Yeah, Let's yeah. pull that speaker out and see. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, that's doable. But <clears throat> this was a Jeep, and the sound bar is waterproof. Yes. There's no water coming in. There's no water getting into those speakers in the dash on the backside. No. Um, So, no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Uh, But there again, in the GM, there is a possibility for corrosion in that plug. Yeah. However, it is, uh, I believe in that one, is a waterproof plug. But what actually the water does is the water gets the speaker wet. Yeah. And corrodes the speaker itself, so no, it's actually no, no. corroding the voice coil. But it's barely happening. Like I never see, uh, probably, probably one or two uh, corrosion uh, plug. The only time I see corrosion corrosion in a plug, like a speaker plug, no is when we use those metro harnesses that yeah. everyone says, "Why do you cut the plugs off?" Exactly. Ah, uh, because those things suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's why because they usually corrode in the door. So that, and of course, now I have two connections in eight inches as opposed to one connection in eight inches, which I'm going to do one connection every time. Yeah. Give me a break. Really, dude? Come on, bro. Uh, But that's like, oh, my God. Come on. So I don't know. Now that we've talked about this and hammered it out, I guess there is a chance that in certain situations – the plug is not necessarily <laughs> loose, but the plug could be corroded. So that is something to consider. If you are having an issue, is that is there water damage inside the plug? And mm-hmm. in this case, if it's a plug that is in an area outside where it could get wet, such as a door jam and mm-hmm. or a uh, under the hood. Yeah. Now, another one that's fun that we've had that is a good one where the plug wasn't bad, but the wiring was bad, was in those four-door titans mm-hmm. that have the doors that go all the way open to the bed uh-huh, they have yeah. like that 14 inch uh wire through loom yeah and i've had this happen on that and i've had it happen on a dodge ram there again dodge ram where the wire dry rotted really yeah so i had a guy come in and we put new speakers in the rear doors and all of a sudden they stopped working and we're like okay why and we'd meet her between the two connections and it was like, you know, polarity, polarity, polarity as you're moving down the wire. And then you Not get that. to the beginning of the door, and there's none at the boot going into the door. And then on the other end, there's nothing. And then between the speaker and the, the plug, there's polarity. So it's like, all right, something's wrong in the in the, the boot. So, you know, you pull the boot off, and, dude, inside of there is just brittle wires. And you're like, oh, my gosh, every wire in here is broken. Hmm. You know, and you show them, and you're like, look, I can replace these, but... It's like almost like they used non-oxygen-free <laughs> copper, and it's just literally dry rotting and turning into ash. So, hmm. Yeah, I saw, I saw a few of those. Yeah, yeah it yeah, happens. Definitely. It's strange. Yeah. So 
there's the thing. It's not ever really going to be a loose plug, mm-hmm. but it could be corrosion in the plug that could be the problem. So if you're in one of those situations, that would probably be a better assessment is I think yeah. there might be corrosion yeah. more yeah. so than a loose plug. Because in all these situations, every plug was tight as could be. Yeah. It yeah. just wasn't the plug's problem. And no. So, there you go. And this is why we do these, where we actually gives us an opportunity to talk these things out. Yeah, because you find something like a different answer, probably. Yeah, yeah. and anytime you're troubleshooting, this is one of the things that you have to play through your head. Because troubleshooting is nothing more than something you learned last time you're testing now. And it's not just, like, like you say, exactly, not just speakers and everything. Oh, anything, you know? yes. Anything. You, you want to test the radio. You want to test the, the light. Yep. Backup camera. We put in the backup camera. What do we do? We test first yes. before we start like tapping into it. Uh, so, yeah. Backup cameras. We won't even go down that road. Oh, I love backup cameras. Ah, yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Alright guys, that brings us to a half hour. That's going to yeah. wrap this show up. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, you can find us on YouTube at 5 Star Car Stereo Inc. You can find the shirts that we have on Teespring slash store slash 5 Star. Patreon is a place you can go to support the show if you like and get a video version of this audio podcast. And also... DNF Tool Drawer is a place you can find all the cool tools that we use to do our installs. Mm -hmm. And with that, we will bid you farewell, adieu, and you guys have a wonderful night as always. Till the next time. Bye.